Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. You are listening to Reaching the Masses Media Ministry Sunday morning or Sunday afternoon services. I am your host, Evangelist Portia Max Ivor, and I welcome you, welcome you, welcome you this afternoon. Now, we chose this afternoon because we know a lot of people go to church in the morning, and then a lot of you don't want to wake up until late in the morning. So we chose 12 o'clock so that anyone who wanted to hear it can hear it. Now, hopefully you all went somewhere this morning. Hallelujah. All right. Now, if you didn't, then that's why I'm here. I also realized that there are sick and shut in that can't get out. And that's also why I'm here. This is a bona fide ministry. And I am evangelist, but I'm also pastor. I've been a pastor for years. And I just did not have a church right now. So we have moved to here in Virginia. And um, not going into all of that, but then, you know, the Lord told me, he said, reach the masses. And I couldn't understand what he was talking about. I said, Lord, how am I going to reach the masses? That takes an airplane or a jet or something. How am I going to reach the masses? And he told me, cyberspace, internet. And that's just what I'm doing. I'm being obedient to the Lord. Hallelujah. So far, I've reached from Canada to Alaska to Ireland and everywhere all over the United States. They are hearing the voice of the Lord through this vessel. This vessel that was named Portia Mike Ivor some years ago. Anyway, yeah, I blanked that out because nobody needs to know that right now. And no, I'm not ashamed of it, but nobody needs to know that right now. You know women in our tribe. Anyway, long story short, I welcome you and I am very, 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 very happy this morning. But first, I want to do due diligence. Hallelujah. We had a song playing before you hear my beautiful voice um, this morning. And the, 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 it was um, Gospel Jazz. And it was, the man's name is Merlin Devine. And I love his music. He plays only gospel music with that saxophone. And I tell you, that man will have you crying if you sit there and listen to it, especially if you know the words to the song. And sometimes it's just so anointed that he will ha actually have tears running down your face beneath you just that anointed. I think the young man is out of Bill Winston's church. And if you don't know Bill Winston, then go on Google and Google him. Wonderful man of God out of Chicago. Preach like you would not believe. And he, Jesus' name, too. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Anyway, today, hallelujah, we come before you with our first Sunday morning service. Sunday afternoon. Sunday. Let's just say Sunday service. Now, we are in the process of getting this perfected um, and it will be perfected like we want it or like God wants it. But as I said earlier, 
You're listening to Reaching the Masses Media Ministry, and you can find us here on Facebook, and we will be, we also today live on YouTube and on Blog Talk Radio. So, um, we also have a website, and that is Reaching the Masses Ministry, not Media Ministry, we put ReachingTheMassesMinistry.com. So you can reach us there too. Go over to the website when you get time. Not yet. Hold on. Not yet. Wait until the services are finished and go to ReachingTheMassesMinistry.com. You'll find a lot of good stuff over there. We're still adding on daily as the Lord gives us. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I want to make an announcement today, y'all. I want to make an announcement before we go straight into the service. Hallelujah. My oldest granddaughter gave her life to the Lord a few years back, a couple of years back, hallelujah. And um, it bothered her that she had not spoken in tongues. Now, you know, the Bible says that you will speak in tongues, hallelujah. In the upper room when Jesus, after he was crucified, thank you, Jesus. And he told them to wait for the power, hallelujah. He was going to send the comforter. He said he had to leave because if he didn't leave, the comforter could not come. So they had to wait in the upper room. Hallelujah. That's what he told them. Until you be endowed with power from on high. And the Bible says they waited there. Hallelujah. Just like he said for a number of days. And then all of a sudden, like a rushing mighty wind, the Holy Ghost came into the earth atmosphere and fell on each one of them as clothes of fire. And they spoke in tongues, hallelujah, as the Spirit of God gave utterance. Now, there's so many arguments out there about what kind of tongues it was. We'll do that topic on one of our studies one day. But you know what? They spoke in tongues as the Spirit of God gave utterance. That was showing them that what God said was true. He had sent the Comforter in, and the Comforter showed himself by coming in like a rushing mighty wind and spoke through each one of them to the point that the people out in the street were wondering what was going on. They thought that they were full of new wine, but no, it was just the Holy Ghost showing off and showing out saying, I'm here, and this is the evidence that I'm here. So that's what happened to my daughter, my granddaughter this morning. Brianna, congratulations, girl. I tell you, I know you are so happy because she is at the age that I was when I first spoke hallelujah. It is so wonderful when the tongues come. And like I said, I'll teach, I'm going to do a special teaching on tongues because people have got it so wrong. But that's because they won't study. Anyway, no, I'm not a smart person. I'm not a genius. I just love the word. I love reading. And I will read from sun up to sundown. Hallelujah. I have my lecture. I have my ebook. So, yes, I will. And I, I want to learn. And then I've been taught by good people, you know. And I don't listen to anybody. But if you don't jive with my spirit, then you don't. My spirit will tell me the Holy Spirit in me 
will tell me whether you're right or whether you're wrong. Because guess what? I'm going in the Bible and I'm going to look up what you just said. I don't take anybody's word for anything. And I advise you to do the same. Whatever I say on any of my programs, go in your Bible and look it up. And most of the time, my daughter will put something in the comments or somewhere on YouTube and she'll tell them where I'm coming from so that they can go and read it for themselves and understand plainer. Because I can talk until I'm green, blue, and yellow in the face. But if you don't understand it, then it does you no good. But I encourage you all, whatever I say on this program, go and look it up for yourself. Search your thing out. Vet it, hallelujah. This new word nowadays is vet. Oh, did you vet it? Did you vet it? It just means did you prove it. So prove it by reading the word of God and reading it yourself and ask God to give you the understanding. But right now, what I'm going to do is I'm trying to think if there is any announcement. Well, yeah, one, this is our new Sunday morning or Sunday program, Sunday services. And at night, I am on YouTube. And um, I do prayer at night. Just before I go to bed, I come on and I pray with whoever needs to be prayed for. Yeah, y'all see me scratching my nose. The door is open and full of pollen out there. But anyway, um, that's what I do at night also. I pray with anyone who wants to pray with me. Now, this prayer is not live. It's a pre-recorded prayer, but I pray and then I upload it. So you can go on the archives and you can hear it. Eventually, I'm going to start doing a um, live prayer. Um, but usually that time of night, I've got my little scarf on my head and my gown or robe on, and I'm ready to hit the bed. And, but I just want to pray with you before I go to bed, hallelujah. And, and, you know, just ask the Lord to watch over you. I love you just that much, hallelujah. I have the heart, hallelujah, of God, hallelujah. I am his child, hallelujah. God loves you. And I love you too, hallelujah. And I want every one of you, when that trump sounds and we're all caught up in the rapture, I want everyone, I want to look around and see every one of y'all. I want to go da, 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 da. Oh, you're here, you're all here. I know it's not, I'm not going to have time to do that. But when I get over on the other side, I'm going to be the one, as I always say, I'm going to be the one that's going to be running up those golden streets, looking for God. Hallelujah. Look at for the Father. But I want to hear him say, well done, my good and faithful servant. My goal is to please God in every way that I can. And I hope you reach that goal too. I'm also here to make disciples. That's what Jesus told us to do before he went back into heaven. To go and make disciples. Hallelujah. So what you hear here, I want you to go and vet it first. And then I want you to go and give it to somebody else and make a disciple of them. And let me tell you something else that you can do with this program. If you are not a church goer, don't have a church home, then you can be a member of this online church. And let me tell you how to do that. There is a uh, comment box or a, what is it called? In the chat, you can come and say, I want to be a member of Reaching the Masses Media Ministry. 
This is a bona fide church. Online church, yes, but a bona fide church. So if you want to become a member here, then we just let us know and we will type you or answer your question and let you know exactly how to go about doing it. But if you have a church home, thank God, hallelujah. But like I said, if you don't, and if you're not ready to become a member anywhere yet, because the only thing that you do is when you become a member is you get access to certain things. A lot of things are getting ready to happen, put into the mission, I thank God. God is just blessing, 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 blessing. You get access first to all knowledge and a number of other things, but we'll let you know all that in the coming months and weeks, hallelujah. But um, also, trying to think of what else it was, Lord, I should have wrote it, written it down. But um, if I can't think of it right now, it'll come back up. But what we're going to go do right now is go to the throne of grace. And then after that, we're going to go to another selection. And um, then after she sings, then I'm coming to you with the word of the day. But first, we're going to go before the throne of grace. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, glory, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. Lord, I thank you for this Sunday, hallelujah. This last day of June, hallelujah. The last day of June 2019. Hallelujah, some amazing things are happening, Lord, in the world, hallelujah, in my life, hallelujah, in my family's life. Hallelujah, and I'm quite sure in everybody else's life, but there's some amazing things that happen, happening because you are God, and you are who you said you are. Hallelujah. I thank you, and I glorify you. Hallelujah. And I ask you to bless this service this morning, Lord. Your words, my mouth. Hallelujah. Your words, my mouth. Hallelujah. You've already given me the scripture. Lord, you do the talking through this vessel. I yield my mind, my heart, my soul to you, Father, in the name of Jesus, so you can do with it what you want, so that you can feed the people, hallelujah. Lord, teach them how to make disciples, hallelujah. Teach them how to go, hallelujah, and do just what I'm doing, hallelujah. You said we were to reach the masses, to go into the hedges and the highways, north, south, east, and west, Lord, thank you for cyberspace. Thank you for the internet, because we can do just that. There is no excuse anymore for the word not getting around. Lord, we thank you, and we glorify your precious name, hallelujah, in the precious, holy, and mighty name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah, we pray. Hallelujah, amen. Ah, let me tell you who you are. I figured out what it was that I was supposed to say. You know, with this program, you can literally have a, um, oh, that's what they call that kind of party. When you have a TV or you have a computer, then, and nowadays you got smart TV, you can hook your computer. Uh, a watch party, thank you, Father. Have a watch party. Invite some people in. Get some food, some snacks. You don't know how to be anything elaborate. But invite some of your neighbors and things into your home. If you are not a church, go invite some of your neighbors and things into your home, some of your friends, some of your family, and have a watch party. 
feed them. Hey, you bring the food, they'll come. Feed them. Doesn't have to be anything elaborate, but feed them and then let them hear the word. Hallelujah. I'm not the only preacher out here. There are many of them on TV. Choose one so that they can hear the word. And that way they become a disciple of Christ. And then they can go out and do the same thing. If we all do this, this thing can go around the world. And there's not a living soul out here who won't hear the word. That's what we are for. We were not here. We were not put here to just go out and party and jump and hop and do everything that the devil has us to do. We were put here to make disciples for Christ, to spread the word of Jesus. Hallelujah. That's why he hasn't came back yet, because we as the Ecclesia are not doing our job. Or we're doing it in four walls and with 23 people and nobody here. Even if you got 5,000 people, are they going out and discipling 5,000 more people? Or are they going out to their very homes, eating chicken dinners and fish dinners or whatever, and not telling anybody anything? So have a watch party, if you will, hallelujah, on whatever program you choose, whether it's this one or another one, have a watch party so that you too can make disciples. Right now, we're going to come to you with another selection, and then I'll be right back with the word.
Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I'm back. And that song was entitled, He Lives, I Know My Redeemer Lives. And the artist, the artist was Nicole Mullen, a blessed sister in the Lord. Hallelujah. Now, there was a little bit of problem. It sounded like it was doubling up for a moment there. But you know what? Y'all got the song because she fixed it. And this is our first time doing this. So y'all got the song. But I know my Redeemer lives. Hallelujah. And I thank God that my Redeemer lives. I don't serve a dead God. Hallelujah. See, way back when they had this God, that God, and the other, we look back and, 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 uh, I'm trying to think of some Buddha died, and he did not rise. Hallelujah. Muhammad died, and he has not risen yet. Hallelujah. All the other gods died, and they have not risen yet. But my Jesus, hallelujah, gave up his life for us. He took on our sin. He became sin. Hallelujah for us. Then gave up his life. He was on the cross and he said, it is finished. And then he went down in hell and took the keys to death, hell, and the grave. Opened up, hallelujah, the grave down there. There was a place called paradise, or as the Jews call it, Abraham's bosom. And that was where all the old saints were hid, or where they were put at until Jesus was revealed until the death of Christ on the cross. And then when he went down in hell, hallelujah, and took those keys to death, hell, and hell in the grave and went up to paradise, he preached the gospel to them. They saw the one that had been talked about by all of the prophets of old. They saw Emmanuel. They saw the bright and morning star. They met Hallelujah, the Son of God. And when, hallelujah, the gospel of Jesus Christ has been had been preached to them, they were all released. Hallelujah. And it's in history, y'all, that they saw the saints of old walking around, hallelujah, up out of paradise, up out of the grave. Hallelujah. And they saw them walking around. I mean, eyewitnesses saw them walking around. They recognized Abraham and Moses and Isaac and Jacob. They recognized who they were. They were the saints of old. They got up alive and walked around with new bodies. Hallelujah. So don't let nobody tell you that there was only one rapture. I believe the Bible speaks of six of them from what I'm understanding and from my professor. Hallelujah. Professor Ike. I believe they said there have been six raptures, but this last one, hallelujah, the one that we're going back with Christ in is the final rapture, if I'm not mistaken, but vet it for yourself, even if you have, even if you have to write Professor Icy over at Liberty University, write him and find out, go in the Bible and find out, vet it, vet it, vet it, hallelujah. But today, we're coming to you from the book of Matthew. And I'm not going to be before you long because I'm... 
I'm sorry. I wanted to say Matthew, I'm sorry. It's Mark 4, chapter 4, the 35th through the 41st verse. And um, that's where we're coming from today. My daughter had to remind me. I'm excited, y'all. Hey, I told you, vetted. That's why I have her here here because she will correct me because I'll get excited and go the wrong direction. I'll go down a rabbit hole this day. Oops. <laughs> hey, I'm just human. But it's Mark, the fourth chapter, the 35th through the 41st chapter. And what happened in Mark 4 was that Jesus had been teaching the multitude. And he had been giving them parables on the seed. Hallelujah. And we all know the story about the seed falling on stony ground and, um, and see the seed falling by the wayside and all of that. And they could not understand it. So he gave it to them in parables so that they could understand it. So the disciples called him aside after he got through teaching. And the disciples called him aside and said, Master, why do you teach them in parables? And he told them why he taught them in parables. And when he got through telling them what they had asked him, then he got up and said, because he knew his work was finished. He got up and said, let us go to the other side. <laughs> now I know some of y'all have already heard that story, but I love that story. And I remember, I think it's uh, Professor Ice was giving a, a rendition of it, and he brought out something that I had never thought of. But let me finish what I was saying from Mark 4, uh, 35 to 41. He said, let us go to the other side after he had gotten through talking to his disciples. So they did. They all got in their boats. And not only that boat where Jesus was with the disciples, but there were many other boats that went along with him. And when they got up, he got in there. He went down in the bottom of the boat and took a pillow and went down there and took a nap. So they launched out on the sea. And as they launched out, they were on the water for a while. And while they were out there, the um, wind started blowing. And the rain started pouring. And it was like this major storm. And they couldn't figure out what on earth is going on. And the boat began to rock back and forth. I mean, you talk about seasickness. My God. It began to thunder and lightning. Oh, and they got scared because they thought that it was going to, that they were going to wreck. They thought it was going to be a shipwreck. Them and all the other ships out there, they thought it was going to be a shipwreck. And they got scared. They forgot who they were on the ship Jesus was down there and he was sleeping peaceful like a little baby. The rain and the wind and the storm did not harm him one bit. He didn't think about it. I'm quite sure he heard it. But I'm quite sure he turned over and said, okay, they got it. My boys got it. No, his boys didn't have it. His boys were scared spitless. Really, spitless. They didn't know what to do or what to say. So, they ran down 
and they called out to Jesus, 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 we're going to perish. Can you not that we perish? Come on that dude, come on up here. What we going to do? This storm is carrying on. Look at it. Can you hear it? How can you? And I'm putting this in my own language. Go and read Mark 4, 35 through 41 for yourself. But I'm going to put it in my own language today. Not changing anything, but putting it in today's language so that you will understand it. They are saying, Jesus cares not that we perish. The winds and the rain. How can you sleep? Jesus got up. I can't imagine. You ever had your kids, Mama, Mama, and you wake up and you find out nothing wrong. Or something minor, like maybe a balloon that they had that they blew it out from under the bed because they bit, blew it out from under the bed and they thought it was a ghost. And you want to go in there and pop the balloon and pop them and say, shut you know? But I can imagine that's the way Jesus felt. But he got up, patient and loving as he was, and he stood up on the ship and said, Peace! Be still. Now we say, okay, that was God that was blowing the wind. You know, he can't rebuke God. God has charge of the storm. Not that storm he did. And we forget who Jesus was. Jesus was God manifested in flesh. Do you think really? You're going to start a storm. For what? There was no purpose. That was not Jesus. That was the devil. Because he was trying to make his disciples doubt. He was trying to cast them down. He was trying to kill the whole group of them. Satan comes to steal, kill, and destroy. He comes as a roaring lion. He will do anything to get on God's people's nerves. Because, see, when he does that, then he tries your faith. I mean, he will try your faith every day. Your faith in God, he will try it every day. Because he knows without faith, it is impossible to please God. Hallelujah. And that's what he was doing. He was trying their faith. Plus, he was getting on Jesus' nerves. He wanted to pick at Jesus. He knew what Jesus was going to do. And that's what Jesus did. He got up and spoke to the wind and the rain and the storm and the lightning. And he said, peace, be still. Hallelujah. And instantly, everything ceased. And they, he went on back down there and went right back to sleep. And they're looking flabbergasted like, whoa. What manner of man is this that he can speak to the wind and even the winds obey him? still say they forgot that he had just told them before they got in the boat. Let us go to the other side. Hey, dudes, y'all disciples, this man has been teaching y'all now for a long time. You've been with him. 24-7, and he's been teaching you. Did you not recognize who you were with? Did you not understand that no wind, no rain, no devil, no nothing can separate you from the love of God? Did you not realize 
that that storm was of the devil, not of God. Hallelujah. Did you not realize that he had already given you the power to speak to that storm and the storm had to cease? You had the power within you. He had already taught you how to do it. But the moment he went out of your sight, you got scared. You lost faith. And you start screaming like little babies. Hey, y'all, that's us. <laughs> when trouble comes and we look and we don't know what to do, we forgot what we read in the Bible. We forgot that God said he would never leave, nor will he forsake you. We forgot that he has all power and he has given us that authority to speak in Jesus' name and it's got to stop. I mean right there, boom, it's got to stop. It has to obey your will in his name. And that's what happened to the disciples. They forgot. Those winds came through there and man, they got so scared, shaking like little babies. Jesus, Jesus. Well, the care is not that we perish. And Jesus got up just like any other parent and rebuked the winds and the rain and everything else that was going on. Went right back down there and went to sleep. I say all that to say this. God is with you. I know right now things are toxic-turvy. Hallelujah. And it seems like, where's God in all this? Lord, are you still around me? Lord, are you still with me? Where are you? I'm going through this wilderness. I'm going through this trouble. I'm going through this sickness. Lord, where are you? We cry out. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. And we say, Lord, I don't know what to do. Which way should I go? Lord, hallelujah, I'm Lord, hallelujah, I don't know what to do. Help! We cry out with all of our heart. Help! And of course, the enemy is around. Yeah, you will die, you will die, you will die. Uh-huh. You will lose your house. You will lose your car. Your daughter is dead. King coming back home. Oh, this and that. He come up with everything negative that can come up. And he begins to whisper in your ear. And you got to know one thing. The devil cannot tell the truth. So when you hear, oh, you will lose your house. You tell him, not so, devil. Oh, your child is dead. You tell them, not so, devil. Oh, your, your finance, oh, you're going to have to go bankrupt. Oh, not so, devil. You got to speak to that thing and tell him, No, God gave me the authority in Jesus' name to speak to you and tell you to go. And to speak to the situation and say, It is fine. It is well, hallelujah. Just like the Shudamite woman when her son died, hallelujah, and she had to go from her house to find the, the, the prophet, hallelujah, and when she found on the way, I think it was Gehazi that came and said he saw her afar off. And the prophet told him to go out and ask them. They asked the widow, is all, is everything well? And he went out and asked her, is everything okay? 
and she said it is well. Riding her donkey, her son at home did. She riding her donkey to the prophet, and she said it is well. Can you see that? But she knew that the prophet was a man of God, and he spoke for God. God spoke through him. God had given her that child. Hallelujah. But guess what? She kept on going until she got to the prophet. And she told him what was going on. He went back with her. He saddled up, went back to her. And hallelujah, he got on that boy. Hallelujah. He did spiritual mouth-to-mouth with resuscitation. The Bible said he put his head on his head, his mouth on his mouth, his hands on his hand, and the child came back alive. Hallelujah. So mouth-to-mouth resuscitation is nothing new. It was even in the Bible day. But when God says something, when God does something, Satan can't undo it. When God told them, let us go to the other side, I don't care what came up, the boat could have broke up, but they would have gotten to the other side and they would have got there alive, dry, and well. Hallelujah. So today I tell you, no matter what it looks like, and I'll put that scripture about the woman and her son in the um, somewhere comment box somewhere but long story short no matter what it looks like I don't care if it looks like your husband is getting ready to walk out no he won't and if he does then God will take care of you but guess what if God gave him to you he's not going anywhere and if he does he'll be right back I guarantee you he'll be right back but Don't worry about your house. You're not going to lose it. God gave it to you, and you're not going to lose it. That child, that wayward child, they're coming back. Hallelujah. If you taught them well, hallelujah, they're coming back. And even if you didn't do your job, God knows where they are. And he has a habit of whispering into their ear. And they will obey his voice. They'll come back home. I don't care what it is. If God said it, that settles it. It will be, no matter how many stars come up, no matter how much Satan whispers in your ear, your friends come and tell you, oh, you did something wrong. You cursed because you did something wrong. Remember Job and how his friends did him? Oh, Job, what did you do? You broke all out. You done lost your children. You done lost your riches. What did you do? Job did nothing but love God. Even his wife said, Job, curse your God and die. Job kept right on believing in God because he said, God giveth and God taketh away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Oh, I know he wasn't comfortable, broke out all over and sore. It's so bad, he had to take clay pots and scratch himself, hallelujah. Taking scabs with clay pots, hallelujah. Puss running from his arm, from his legs, from his body. But God, hallelujah, loved Job. And when Job realized that God didn't do this because he hated him or because Job did anything wrong, Job straightened up. God, God told Job one day, gird up your loins like a man. And Job did exactly what he See, at first, Job was saying, curse the day that I was born, and this and that and the other. 
and he was listening to his friend. But Job finally realized that, wait a minute, this is not my God. This is an attack from the devil. And that's exactly what it was because God had allowed Satan to buffet him. But guess what? God gave him back double. Hallelujah. For Satan had taken from him. Everything. And not only that, he made those friends that came to him and accused him of living wrong, of doing something wrong. He made them come back and give him all kinds of gifts and money. And then Job had double Hallelujah, what he had before. And it says his daughters the second time around, the ones he's had the second time around, were more beautiful than any of them. They were more beautiful than any women in the land. Hallelujah. And those sons were more handsome, more healthy, more stockier. They were wonderful, beautiful. He gave him back double what he had, but not only that. It was better than what he did. And that's the way God, my God, is. Jesus said, let us go to the other side. And don't worry what looks like it's going to be lost. Hallelujah. It's going to be given back double. And it won't affect you one bit. You're going to sit there and people say, well, aren't you worried that they got a sign on your house saying foreclosed? And you're going to say, nope. Because God gave me this house, and it might be a sign out there, but this is my house. God's not going to let me use it. And if he does, hallelujah, allow me to lose it, that just means he's got better. Just like Shadrach, Meshach, and the Abednego said when they were thrown in a fiery furnace. He, they said, our God will protect us. We're not worried. Yes, we'll go to the fiery furnace. We're not worried. Because our God is God. Hallelujah. And he will protect us. We will not perish. And if we do, then God is still God. Hallelujah. But guess what? They had faith in their God. And when the king looked down, hallelujah, in the furnace, there was not only Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego that weren't burning. King couldn't figure that one out. Then he looked and there was a fourth man down there. And that fourth man was why they were not burning up. I mean, not even the smell of smoke was in their clothes. When they came up out of that fiery furnace, hallelujah, not even the smell of smoke was in their clothes. Now, you know, God is God. He is powerful. And he will do what he says he's going to do. That's the only word you can stand on, the word of God. When we stand on the word of God, no matter what it looks like, hallelujah, God said you would never leave nor forsake him. He's in your corner. Hallelujah. I don't care how bad it seems like it's getting, if he don't pull you out of that portion of it, he will bless you after that with something even better. And you'll look back on what you had and what you got and say, thank you, Father. Y'all bless me even better. So don't worry about it. God is a God of his word. Hallelujah. This is Portia MacIver, evangelist Portia MacIver. Thanking you for hearing this sermon today. Hallelujah. And I hope it helps somebody. Hallelujah. Trust 
in God's word. He is a God of his word. What he says will be, hallelujah. And if that thing perishes, he will give you double time. See, Satan comes in sometimes like a flood. But there's a scripture in the Bible that says the enemy has to pay you back seven times what he has taken from you. And it's going to be better than anything you ever had. Hallelujah. Don't worry about your children. Your children are going to be fine. Hallelujah. Thank you, Gina. If you have taught them, hallelujah, the ways of the Lord and gave them the word, the Bible said, the trade of a child and where it should go, so that when they are old, they won't depart from it. Meaning, when they are mature, they will remember your words, mother, father. They will remember what you taught them, and they will automatically fall right back into the ways of the Lord. So you don't have that to worry about. Just trust in God. The Bible says faith without works is dead. If you don't have faith, hallelujah, you're, you're, you're well, can't say that. Let's change that. The Bible said to each of us is given a measure of faith. So every one of you out there who are listening or looking, hallelujah, you have a measure of faith. But if you don't have the corresponding action, if you don't have the hope and the belief, the expectation that God would do what he says he will do, if you don't have faith in God and his word, then you're kind of like a ship being tossed and driven by every wind and doctrine, by every wave of the sea, by every whatever somebody say, Doc over here says something, Susie over there says something, and you're going from one to the other. Which one do I believe? Leave them both alone and seek Jesus. Seek what he says, hallelujah. Don't rely on man. Like I say, go in the Bible and look and see if what I have said is true. You believe the word of God. You don't believe mankind. You believe the word of God. Stop going to church. Stop going to a search. Stop going on the internet and hearing something and not going and proving it to yourself. Go in your Bible. Open up your Bible. Go to Bible Hub. You got all kinds of Bibles in there. Biblehub.com. You got all kinds of Bibles and commentaries. Do some studying. Bet it yourself and find out for yourself that the word of God is true. And he will do exactly what he said he would do. Again, you are listening to Reaching the Masses Ministry. We will see you on Wednesday doing high noon prayer, hallelujah, right here on the same channel, hallelujah. And again, I wish to say congratulations to my granddaughter, Brianna. She spoke in tongues today at church, and I'm going to give a shout out to Elevation Church. Um, the headquarters is in Valentine uh, area in Charlotte, North Carolina. Wonderful man of God, Pastor Kurtick. Um, The people there are wonderful. They are really wonderful. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And that's my daughter's church, her home church. So I, I'm just happy this morning. I'm trying to hold it down, y'all. I know. But I'm happy this morning. But between the happiness and that pollen from the door because we need the light from the door. But I'm going to be okay. Hallelujah. If you have any comments, please leave them. And as far as, um, well, leave them on Facebook or on YouTube. And for uh, Blog Talk Radio, if you got any comments, hey, contact us. 
at uh, reaching the masses ministries ministry why dot com and leave us a comment or something or um the email address is reaching the masses media ministry at gmail.com leave a comment there there are so many places for you to read to leave rather a comment whether you like or dislike i thank you for coming i thank you for listening and i just want to say one more time if god says it that settles it it will be what he says hallelujah believe him as one guy said on something some show i was looking at he said you can bank ah yeah ha <laughs> he said you can bank on it yeah that's another youtube friend uh but he said you can bank on it hallelujah you can bank on jesus Hallelujah. What he has said, he won't say anything unless the Father tells him to say it. So when you hear Jesus, you hear the Father. When you hear the Father, you hear Jesus. Hallelujah. Because one won't say anything without the other. The Bible says, hallelujah, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Hallelujah. So when you got one, you got the other. Believe in his Word. Believe what he says. He won't let you down. He will never cause anything to come upon you, hallelujah, that will hurt you. But I love you, and thank you for joining us this Sunday morning. And what you're going to hear following my voice will be, again, uh, Merlin Divine, um, Take My Life, that beautiful saxophone playing and I want you to know God loves you, I love you, and hallelujah. Have a wonderful day. Bye-bye.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.